A jam-packed Thursday edition of Locked On Lions. The kicking situation gets even more weird, and JMO speaks about gambling. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is another episode of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's a Thursday, May 25th, and a Friday, May 26th. Thank you for listening, making us your first listen each and every day right here on Locked On Lions, watching us on YouTube, the Locked On Lions YouTube channel where you can watch for free and subscribe. We appreciate everybody checking us out. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, as well, many of our everydayers hang out on the Facebook page, send me messages. Appreciate all of you, the Stanleys, everybody else uh, that are everydayers and watch the show each and every day. We got a jam-packed show today. The Lions kicking situation is the most, like Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have done a really good job. But this, the way they've handled the kicking situation for three years is bizarro world. Riley Patterson is back. What? What's going on? We will dive into that coming up momentarily here on the show. Also, JMO speaks. Jamison Williams at OTAs today was asked and grilled all about his six-game gambling suspension. If you think you're getting clarity, yeah, no. But we'll play you some of the audio courtesy of Channel 7 momentarily right here on uh, Locked on Lions. Um, thank you to everybody that uh, wished me a happy birthday yesterday. Jeremy Reisman was on the show from Pride of Detroit. Got great reviews. There was like a great crossover because POD does such a good job. Jeremy, Eric Schlitt, uh, Ryan Matthews, everybody there. And, uh, you know, some of you watch or listen to me. A lot of you go to prideofdetroit.com each and every day or Lions Wire or any of the websites. Everybody that covers the Lions does a really good job. And, you know, I have a good relationship with pretty much everybody that covers the team. We have them on the show, but... Uh, the crossover with Jeremy was great, but it's funny. Jeremy on Twitter yesterday said, uh, you didn't tell me it was your birthday. But yes, I turned 50 uh, yesterday. Uh, many of you shouted me out on your Twitter feeds and uh, Facebook and everything else, and even some of the comments on YouTube. So thank you very much. Um, it's weird to be 50, certainly. Uh, I feel old a little bit, but hey, I, uh, I love doing this every day and bringing you great Lions content. And uh, please tell your friends all about us. Your team every day, uh, Locked On Lions, we bring you that. And we'll be back again tomorrow for a Friday show as well. All right, so I'm driving home today, and I was uh, working my uh, 9 to 5 job, as they say, at Financial Architects, running our marketing and business development. And, of course, the Q5 experience, too, business succession planning. If you know anybody that's selling your business or thinking about selling their business and want to build value in the business, have them call me. Uh, we'll talk about what Q5 can uh, offer them. Free plug here. Uh, anyway, I'm driving home today, and I get a text from the EP, my buddy Nathan Litke. And he's like, how about this Riley Patterson thing? And I had been off the grid today. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? So Brandon McManus, who we talked about yesterday and the day before, Broncos get rid of their kicker. McManus has a big leg. He's had a really good nine-year career. Brandon McManus signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who immediately, upon signing McManus, release 
former Lion kicker Riley Patterson. Now, if you recall, at the end of the 2021 season, Riley Patterson took over for just about every kicker in the book that the Lions tried that year, whether it was Santoso or Seibert or uh, um, uh, uh, who else am I f- f- uh, forgetting from two years ago? There was The Lions seemed like they trotted out zillions of kickers. Aldrich Rojas. Patterson ended the season kicking for the Lions, and Riley did a good job. He even went three for three on field goals in a late-season game and was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. So going into last year, 2022, you thought, okay, Riley Patterson's going to probably be the kicker. I mean, he did a really good job two years ago. Uh, Turned out that during training camp last year, Austin Seibert got healthy again, and it was Seibert versus Patterson in training camp, and Patterson was not good. Seibert wasn't much better, but Seibert won the job. Patterson was let go uh, in final cuts. He signs with the Jaguars, and he had a really good year for Jacksonville last year. Pretty good. Doesn't have the big leg, doesn't kick a lot of plus 50s, but he was pretty darn good. He hit the game-winning field goal, and the Jaguars come from behind playoff win over the choking Chargers. And so Riley Patterson, you'd figure, would be back with Jacksonville for this year. And he pretty much was in their plans until McManus became available, and he got released. So now, where the Lions sit, Michael Badgley, of course, John Parker Romo, and earlier today, Dave Phipp, special teams coach for the Lions, told the media he was very confident, quote, very confident, unquote, in the duo of Michael Badgley and John Parker Romo, uh, ex of the XFL, the San Antonio Brahmas. So now, so you're thinking, well, the Lions aren't going to go after McManus. The Lions aren't going to go after Brett Maher. The Lions aren't going to go after Robbie Gold or Mason Crosby. They're going to, they're very confident in the two kickers that they have. Then out of nowhere, Riley Patterson let go. Jacksonville gets McManus. And then this afternoon, instead of releasing Riley Patterson, it's been announced that the Jaguars have traded Riley Patterson, yes, to the Lions for an undisclosed seventh-round future 2026 draft pick. So the Lions are bringing back a guy in Riley Patterson that they know and have familiarity with. But why not just sign McManus? Why not just sign Robbie Gold? Riley Patterson's back, so now the Lions have three kickers. <laughs> Why didn't they just keep Riley Patterson at the start of last year? Was he that? You know, it's funny. You talk to the beat writers and people, they say Patterson really struggled during training camp last year. He was not good in the preseason. But it's like he was good in games in 2021. The Lions, going back to the training camp of three years ago, to up to now, have no flipping clue what they're doing with their kicker situation. They really don't. Wouldn't have just signing McManus been like the guy and then you could have released Badgley. You could have told John Parker Romo to take a hike. You could have had Badgley and McManus fight things fight things out. Now you're bringing in another guy that you got rid of who wasn't good enough to make your team last year and now he's going to kick this year after getting cut by Jacksonville. It's bizarre world. Remember Randy Bullock? He was in training camp a couple of years ago then he didn't make the team, went to Tennessee. The Lions Lions have been so consistent with their approach in so many of their positional places. But kicker, 
It's it's a GD free-for-all. So welcome back, Riley Patterson. I have no idea how this is going to end. None. You know what? I do. Here's my guess. Patterson, Money Badger, and Romo all stink, and the Lions have a new kicker for week one in Kansas City. Like It'll be like Robbie Gold or Mason Crosby. <laughs> That's my guess. So welcome back, Riley Patterson. There you go. Jameson Williams spoke today. You will hear that audio. I'm going to try to be nice. Uh, you're, we're going to, you're going to hear that audio um, coming up next. First, though, we got to tell you about FanDuel. NBA playoffs tonight. Celtics and Heat. Will Boston stay alive and force a game six? Will they stave off elimination? I never know who came up with that phrase. But regardless, if you want to put some money down on these games, you could do so at America's number one sports book. That would be FanDuel. Because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line, point spreads, to, ever, to who's going ever, ever to win the NBA Finals. You can do that. It's all on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. And by the way, I got to give a shout out to one of our everydayers, Anthony Pavisich. He sent me a box for my birthday of Built Bars. This is double chocolate. I know Built Bars not on the read today, but they're a sponsor. Thank you, Coach Pav. Eddie Vetter, as we call him. Um, okay, so big news today. Big news. Give the Lions PR staff credit. All right. Now, I'm assuming that the beat writers and many of the people that cover the team wanted to hear from Jamison Williams. And asked Eamon and Solly and the crew, hey, can we get Jamison Williams availability? They made it happen. The Lions' second-year receiver suspended six the first six games for gambling. Did hit the microphone today uh, down at 222 Rodwood Drive to uh, discuss um, what happened. Let's take a listen to uh, Jamison Williams. This is from earlier today. Um, first question comes from, uh, Brad Galley of channel seven, and he is who provided the private provided this audio. So I want to give, uh, Brad and, uh, all the uh, credit for this, but, uh, here's Jamison Williams, courtesy of WXYZ channel seven. So we'll take a listen to this. Clarify, do you remember anything about what you did to violate it or where you were? No. Nah. No. Nah. Some people may see yeah, that as that you were gambling frequently. Nah, no, no freaking gambling. I'm not a gambler. I'm a football player. Was it better in college football, basketball? What was nah, it? I'm not sure, bro. That was my fault. That was a while ago. You weren't aware of the rule? No, sir. To clarify, do you All right, so there it was, courtesy of Channel 7. A little audio there of Jamison Williams. I'm not a gambler. I'm a football player. I don't need to go through a lot of this. Um, <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what you bet on? He doesn't remember? Did you not know about the rule? No, I didn't. 
Okay. So basically, Jamison Williams provided very little in that audio clip. Uh, He did go on to say later on, it hit me out of the blue, quote, it hit a couple of other players around the league and on my team out the blue. I wasn't aware of this situation, but it happened and I took it on the chin. I was ready to move forward as things moved on and I got the consequences. That's been my whole plan, moving forward from from things and just looking at the better days. Again, he said he was not a frequent gambler. He was blindsided by the news. Now, the NFL has said, and they've put a sports betting guy in place. The league has a vice president of, and general manager of sports betting. His name is David Highhill. And he told ESPN a while ago, quote, the education and training the players receive is different than what NFL club staff receive, which is different than what officials get. We are very explicit in our training to explain that if you are involved with the NFL, you can never bet on the NFL. There should be no misunderstanding on the policies. Now, remember, Jamison Williams was not busted for gambling on the NFL. He was busted for gambling on something else, but within the confines of the Allen Park facility. Williams says he has no, he didn't even know about the rule. So, I have a hard time believing that Jameson didn't know about this. Again, if he gets in his car and goes across the street on Rotunda or Republic or whatever it is um, and puts a bet in on his phone, he's fine. But he can't bet on other sports. Can't bet on the NFL. We CJ Moore knows that. He's been kicked off the team and suspended a year. Same with Quintus Cephas. But if Jamo's putting in bets on college hoops, college football, from the facility, NBA, whatever it is. Uh, you, you can't do that from, from inside the facility. But he claims he didn't know about the rule. And he, and he was blindsided about it. Um, this is a poor job by Jamison Williams. This is a poor job by the Lions, too. If these guys are not educated in knowing the rules, like J-Mo said, the consequences are there. He has to miss the first six games. Now, there's been reports out that the league has a second round of suspensions coming. And this is a a big deal because players are going to miss time. I know many fans are upset saying, wait a minute. And your show is sponsored by FanDuel, the official sports betting partner in the NFL. But the players get busted. They can't bet on sports in the facility. They can't bet on the NFL anywhere. Those are the rules. Jamison Williams, it sounds like he doesn't have an answer to anything. What'd you bet on? Don't remember. It was a while ago. I'm not a frequent gambler. I'm a football player. Well, you're not a football player the first six games, bro. Again, young player. I'm trying to give him grace. I'm trying. He's a second-year player. All right, he made a mistake. I'm not giving up on him. I think he's a tremendous talent, but he's got to mature. It's obvious from the last two years. When he was healthy and ready to go, he didn't play. Had been a reason for that. Then Brad Holmes, after the season, talked about accountability a little bit. Now the guy's out the first six weeks. The Jamison Williams experience here for the first two years has not gone well so far. Maybe it'll turn around. Maybe by week seven this year, uh, when the Lions play the Ravens at Baltimore, J-Mo is killing it. Maybe he goes for seven catches for 140 yards. Boom. Would be awesome. But all I'm saying is right now, 
He didn't have a lot of answers, and he doesn't know the rules, and he was blindsided. We'll see where this goes. Um, speaking of receivers, um, I, I want to mention something next about the Lions receiving core and an available wide receiver that is rumored, ru- just rumors, to be somebody maybe on the Lions' radar. We'll do that coming up next. All right, it's a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions. Our buddy Trevor Sykema of PFF is going to join us next Tuesday. Trevor uh, was on the NFL Network today and said he thinks the Lions are going to the playoffs. So we'll get Trevor's thoughts on all of that coming up next week on our Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen, for those of you that do. And uh, it's your team every day. We bring you Detroit Lions coverage every single day. Uh, Also on my car ride home today, and I've seen this, on a, a lot of places, but uh, Valeni and Rico were talking on the ticket about DeAndre Hopkins and rumors that maybe that would be a landing spot for the Lions. Uh, Lions could use a number one receiver. I mean, look, the Lions have a number one receiver. It's Amon Ross St. Brown, but he's not the prototypical number one. More of a slot guy, smaller build, all of that. But we know this. Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown runs that wide receiver room. That's his room. He's a, he's a great football player. He is. He's been on the team for two years. I can say it. I think he's awesome. Um, but what about D-Hop coming to Detroit? And I'm against it, and here's why. Do I think DeAndre Hopkins can still play at a high level? Yes. Um, I'm wondering why the Arizona Cardinals haven't traded him yet. I'm wondering how many real suitors there are for him. Cardinals are in a rebuild. Hopkins at times can be a, bit, a little bit cancerous. Um and he would be joining his third team. This is a guy that in Houston and Arizona puts up a lot of numbers and is really good. I don't know if that's a fit here for Detroit. And I don't know what I would give up if I'm the Lions. The guys in the radio today were talking about, oh, throw in two first round, uh, two second round picks next year to Arizona or a second rounder next year and a second rounder the year after. I don't know if I'm doing that. And the reason is DeAndre Hopkins is 31 years old and has been banged up the last couple of years. And I like the direction this team's going. I still think another receiver may be in the mix. But I don't think it's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Now, yes, do you want to go for it? You want to make this offense even greater than it already is? And it is already pretty darn good. But will there be enough footballs around if you have DeAndre Hopkins, Jamison Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, uh, Sam Laporta, uh, Khalif Raymond had a really good year last year. Marvin Jones is is back and is going to want to catch a few balls here, right? Um, what about Tom Kennedy? I'm I'm kidding, but no, I'm not. But you know what I mean. I, I I think I don't see this as a fit. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, not at 31 years of age and not at the money that he makes. So, um, I'm passing on DeAndre Hopkins. I like the way this team is built right now. I like the way the offense runs under Ben Johnson. I don't necessarily, there's times they feed Amon Ross St. Brown for sure, but I like the versatility that this offense has. Heck, throw in David Montgomery, even coming out of the backfield. There's a lot of really good weaponry on this offense. Could it use another receiver, maybe a big body, somebody in the red zone? Sure, especially with Jamison Williams out. But I'd like to see some of these young guys fight it out. I want to see what this, kid from North Carolina, the seventh round pick can do. I want to see where, who else steps up for the Lions to maybe 
earn their uh, earn their stripes and spot. Not ready to dive into the DeAndre Hopkins pond uh, just yet. All right, that'll do it for us for a Thursday edition of Lockdown Lions. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Back again tomorrow.